1: Good afternoon, everyone. Today is October the 5th, 2017, and it's a wonderful day. So happy Thursday, everyone. Happy Thursday. We're almost to to the weekend, right? It's getting close. Um, We've been having a lot of tragedy, like I mentioned before on my previous show. But we have to stay focused. Don't let that deter us away from what we need to accomplish and do in everyday life. Don't forget, we have our affirmations every morning. I'm not controlling it, but I am part of a group on Facebook called Entrepreneurship, E-N-T-R-E-N-O-U-R-I-S-H-M-E-N-T, Entrepreneurship, and it's daily advice, tips on how to run your business, so it's not just focused on businesses, but to help share that value to you, for you to share other value, not just for you to come in and share your business. Of course, that's what a lot of people have been doing, and I'm so happy that we're up to 10,000 members. What an awesome thing it is to share great value for free service. The calls are free. You can't beat that. They're every day of the week. Who doesn't want positive affirmations to come into their life? I know I do, but anyhow, I'm setting up my live interview as well, because I'm starting to go live on Facebook. I'm going to do it on Twitter, Tango, IMO, any social media app that has a live feed, I will be doing it to get the word around. And who doesn't love to watch videos? So I figured that is the way I would be sharing my radio shows with you guys. You don't have time to just tune in and listen afterwards. You always just look live. So I am doing that as well. Right now, as we are speaking, I know I'm a little bit behind on it, but I am doing that. Okay, so Twitter will be going live, and let me make sure I flip it over, so I am live right now. I have a wonderful guest on. I know I have a lot of people out there who smoke, so this guy calls himself the cigarette whisperer he describes himself as having been a diehard got to quit can't quit must quit won't quit desperate to quit tried everything there is to quit never going to quit smoker who has many many people stopped smoking over the years with his uh, approach there are no tricks gimmicks drugs hypnosis nicotine replacements or bs he was smoking up to two packs a day smoker for over 20 years and had tried numerous ways to stop smoking including nicotine replacement therapy, um, acupuncture, hypnosis, injections, aversion therapy, support group. And although he was able to get some time off a cigarette, once even up to two years, eventually the urge to smoke would reappear and he would find that he was right back smoke as much as ever. The technique he teaches his clients is how to use the urges to smoke as the way to get free instead of always trying to fight, ignore, deny those urges. Which still creep up after we stop. So here with me, the cigarette whisperer, is Rocky Rosen. Rocky, thank you so much for being on today. I appreciate you for taking out your time.
2: Well, thank you, technician. How are you?
1: I am blessed. I'm glad to be here. Out of the 150,000 people who have lost their lives, that is something to shout about. Woo! We actually made yep. it. Yes. So far. Okay, with all the tragedy, but we're going to keep things positive. We're not going to let that tragedy occupy our mind. So, first and
2: foremost, that's
1: life. It is. I'm
2: very upset this week. I'm very upset. I mean, Vegas is horrible. What happened in Vegas is, God bless them. But I'm very upset about Tom Petty and him dying from Uh, his smoking.
1: I know. Yeah, I did catch that on Good Morning America, too about his passing away so I tell you, we have a lot of events going on all the yeah. tragic incidents the hurricanes and everything it's just something for us to be mindful of of how blessed that we are to have our own breath and to be thankful for the little small things that we ignore daily um, I have my well, thoughts on the Vegas situation of course I don't think yep. it's just one I don't think it's just uh, not even get off the subject I don't think it's just one shooter I believe it's more than what they're telling us we have to ask our eyes. It's not just one shoot. There is no way that man did all that shooting by himself on the 32nd floor. It's like, come on. He didn't do all that by himself. It had to be someone else involved. Um, I feel like, and I said it before, I just feel like it's an episode of watching Scandal. And I know a lot of people was laughing about that part, but it does. Um, The stuff that we actually watch on TV is realistic in life that we ignore. Come on, who... Who actually did, this man was a millionaire, so why would you go and kill up so many people, whoever else was involved? It felt, I feel it's something scooped up on the rug. I mean, government, you know, I don't want to get into it. I want to live my life. I don't want them to come after me, but I just think it's more than what the beast of the eye is showing us. But anyhow, Rocky, we're going to get to you and on to lighter news. So, Rocky, okay. I love it. You call yourself the cigarette whisperer, and you say that you don't have to worry about trying to fight or ignore it. So how? what are some of your techniques? Let's break it down to the fact of how you even came to the part of quitting.
2: Well, I, me, I couldn't breathe anymore. I was in a lot of serious respiratory distress. I had tried everything there was to quit smoking. And what I found out is there are two big lies about quitting smoking. Lie number one, I don't want to smoke anymore, and lie number two, I have to stop. And that's when people call me because they feel like they don't want to smoke, but they have to stop. But for the truth is, for those of us who are addicted to smoking, it isn't that we don't want to smoke. The truth is we do want to smoke. We just don't want to suffer the consequences. And this, I have to stop. People tell themselves for years they have to stop and still smoke. The truth is you don't have to stop. You may hate yourself. Your health can suffer. Cigarettes can take you out in a way you can't dream about being taken out. But you can smoke anytime you want to. One of the things my clients do, even after they stop smoking, is they'll still carry a pack of cigarettes with them. So they always know they have the choice to smoke. You know, when I talk to a smoker... And I, I'm assuming you're not a smoker. Were you ever a smoker?
1: No. My mom, she did a lot of okay. smoking, and I was surprised I didn't pick up on that. That. Well,
2: if I were to talk to your mom, and I was ask your mom, in your life, who or what comes first, what do you think she would say? You said,
1: um, if you was to ask my mom, what was that question again, Rocky?
2: Who or what comes first in, their li- in her life? What do you think she would have who are, said?
1: Who or what? Who or what comes first, first in their life? Yeah. Uh, well, I suppose it was us, my brother mm-hmm. and myself coming first in her life. You're wrong. Oh, wow.
2: You know what comes Don't first in your mom's life? Right? Okay, well, how many times did you ask your mom to please stop?
1: You know what? I don't think I ever did ever tell her to stop. I thought maybe that by her being grown, she would have done it on her own. Um, And she still does it to this day, even with her health issues.
2: The truth is for smokers, what comes first are the cigarettes. Come before their family, come before their job, come before God, come before everything else. When a person wants, when a smoker wants a cigarette, nobody's going to get in their way to get to one.
1: But what causes... I was going to ask, but what causes them to want to even smoke? I know that we see a lot of it on the movies. That looks pretty cool, but why Why do it? Why, what's causing them to even stop?
2: Well, what causes them to start is when they're younger, they start to mess around with cigarettes, thinking it'd be cool and sexy or whatever okay. they want. But the truth is, some people are social smokers and just stop being a social smoker. Other people get addicted, and uh, that's what happens, and they smoke because they're addicted. An addiction. An addiction is c- classified as a disease, and people think when they smoke, I've got the nicotine addiction, I must be sick. But the word disease does not mean sickness. It just means dis-ease, discomfort, uncomfortable. When a person wants a cigarette, they're smoking to end the discomfort. Um, But the discomfort just keeps coming. People smoke. You want to know know why people smoke? I do. Okay, people smoke to make the urge to smoke go away, period. Uh, The only reason why people smoke. Okay. um, As a person who's a non-smoker like you... You won't get that very well, but that is the whole reason why people smoke, is to try not to feel the urge. As a result, they feel it all the time. And now, by
1: other – okay, go ahead, Rocky. Go I'm sorry.
2: Go on. Go on.
1: I was going to ask, by smoking, if I'm inhaling, is there any chances that I can get sick from or get any lung cancer?
2: Yeah, but minute, mute. I secondhand smoke is not good for you, but it's not as bad as people try to make it out to be. Because if it was as bad as people try to make it out to be, be we'd all be be dead and dying from car exhaust fumes. It's not good for you. And yes, if you're in a closed room, eight hours a day with a smoker smoking, it can really hurt you. But walking down the street and smelling smoke, it isn't going to hurt you. And now now with everywhere being so non-smoking people don't get exposed to that much secondhand smoke anymore unless it's in their house okay yeah and may I talk about the most evil brand in America
1: I I would love to talk about that yes let's get into that the
2: singular most evil brand sold in this country are these freaking American spirits The reason why American spirits are so bad is they keep trying to convince people they're not as bad as the rest, when they are. They're just as bad. You know, you take a leaf of tobacco straight up the plantation, you ignite it, and over 4,000 compounds get released. And among these compounds are acetone, freon, ammonia, arsenic, there are even minutes of plutonium get released. Minute amounts of radioactive material are released when a person smokes. And uh, that's what the epidemiologists believe the cancers originate from, from these free radical radioactive materials circulating throughout the body. But then there's take all this stuff out of tobacco and just leave one substance, nicotine, and it will be horrific enough because. The amazing thing about nicotine is nobody knows what it is. Nobody, okay. I, if I were to ask you, you've heard the word nicotine for years, right? I have. What is nicotine? And what nicotine I, is, the dictionary definition I thought
1: it was a substance nic- inside of a
2: cigarette. You thought it was what?
1: I thought nicotine was just a substance inside the cigarette. Do you know that little brown uh, shade was what? Yeah, it,
2: it's actually called Yeah. Well nicotine is naturally found in tobacco and its main commercial use is it's an insecticide. So when people smoke, all they're doing or when they're vaping, all they're doing all day long is insecticiding themselves. Okay. What's a safe ama- what's a safe amount of insecticide for you to inhale over and over? There isn't. So that's that's just one of those little tidbits that people just don't seem to get. Um, I work with people who they read the labels of everything they buy and they're very, very careful about anything they put in their mouth and I make sure they're very aware that all you're doing when you're smoking is you might as well be spraying hot ray down your throat you Why? The insecticide yourself all day long. Am I, you know, I not- do it one of two what huh? I was going to
1: say a lot of people I have heard by them, um, for them to stop smoking, said they love the smell of the of a cigarette that actually helped them stop smoking. I'm like, wow, that's that's kind of a little differently, but I guess whatever works for you.
2: Yeah, well, you, know, you can love it all you want. The reality is it doesn't love you.
1: <laughs> it sure doesn't. It, it, it doesn't.
2: Nope. nope. All it does is. It's like the, um, you love it, it hates you. People, you, know, Did you ever? It, it, when a person. Hmm?
1: Oh, no, go ahead, Rocky.
2: No, what I was going to say is when a person calls me, they call me because they hate themselves for smoking, but they love their cigarettes. What I do is I flip that for them. I teach them how to get really comfortable with their urges and how to really come to hate cigarettes. Can I use a little blue language? Yeah, um, I always I always say cigarettes are shaped perfectly because they're just little pricks that want to hurt people. Um, they just they just wipe out lives.
1: They do. Do you, uh, Rocky? Do you ever regret that you started smoking?
2: Sure, but but it also gave me the opportunity To do some good work. As a result of the too, as a result of the two, yes
1: let I me mean, i I do want to know this because we know people why they start and stuff. Do you really think most smokers really want to quit?
2: I'd say sixty seventy percent of them do okay, but wanting to and, and taking the action. Are two different things. Why? Right. If you want to get smoke free, you can take you, you need to. I'm not the only way to stop smoking. I happen to think I've got a very good way. I was recently featured on the TV show, The Doctors Helping a Heart Attack with and Get Off Cigarettes. Oh, I love that. You
0: show.
1: The the whole, doctor.
2: you want to know the whole trick to quitting smoking? Yes, I
1: it's would love to. It's a billion dollar
2: secret. Whenever you're ready, don't like the next I'm one. I'm
1: ready. I want to know this billion-dollar secret.
2: Whenever a smoker's ready, just don't like the next one. Okay. Stopping smoking is, is simple. It's just not easy. Um, I make that not just simple for people, but I make it very doable for them to not like the next one. But that isn't – don't let anybody try to tell you anything else. That's the whole thing you could
1: it's, it's a mental toughness that you have to accomplish because the market, the marketers don't care. They know that's a way to actually get their um, sales going. I don't know what the sales market looking like, looking as of now, what they seem to be because of smoking. I, I'm i sure they was higher up in years ago because that's what mostly you see people smoking. Cigarettes, uh, blacking mouth, any little thing that they can get their hand on. But you know, Um, Rocky, some smokers say that stop smoking is harder than kicking drugs and alcohol. Why? Because that looked like that would be easy. Okay,
2: so I happen to be somebody who's in recovery myself. If you were to go up and talk to somebody who's sober and you ask them, hey, what was the day like before you got sober? And they would tell you it was probably one of the most difficult days of their lives. Uh, With drugs and alcohol, you have a threefold addiction. You have the mental obsession, the physical craving, and a spiritual malady, which takes you out of your head. And this is where people lose their families, their jobs, their reputation. Cigarettes don't have the spiritual malady. You don't hit the same kind of bottom until it's too late. So the doctor goes, this does not look good. Uh, heart attack, you stroked out, you're cancered, uh, but the reason, two reasons, because one, we don't see somebody drinking out of a brown paper bag or shooting up on every street in every other car. We do see people smoking, but the other reason why it's so tough is you don't hit the same kind of bottom with cigarettes until it's too late. I always tell my clients, hey, you've got two choices: you can fight for your life now, or you can fight for your life later. What would you prefer? For now. Yeah, well, that's that's it. And so my my program is it's broken up into four days. The first day is how not how to overcome deprivation when you want a cigarette. Second day, and, and you feel like you can't have it. Second day is how not to request the urges, but use the urges. My third day is Independence Day, and my fourth day is about um, relapse prevention and ongoing support. I pull the band aid off very quickly. There's no, my clients smoke during the first three days, and they put out the cigarette on the third day, but they hope it might be the last cigarette, and they're ready by then. I've been fortunate that I'm, I'm referred by some of the top doctors throughout the U.S. And I work with people anywhere. I do this actually one of two ways. I do this one-on-one or else I also have my entire program on a website. Everything I do okay. one-on-one is there. It's just at a fraction of the price of working with me one-on-one. My goal is to help as many people get smoke-free as possible. Exactly. And, and that How website mean, you... is called this. Hmm?
1: Uh, um, go Go ahead. Um... Give your website, um, give the name of the website. And I wanted to ask you something in regards to that.
2: Okay, well, the website is thecigarettewhisperer.com. Um, right. I,
1: I was going to ask, how many people have you helped along this process?
2: I've been teaching this since 1991. I, I have helped literally hundreds. Wow. Uh, with the website now, I don't know, you know. How many people are, 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 I've helped off the website? Website is relatively new, but I've okay. got lots of emails saying it really helped them. And again, this is not about quitting, it's not about quitting smoking. It's getting any free. The three words in the English language I hate the most are I quit smoking, the four words I hate the most are I must quit smoking. When we quit, we're trapped. This is not about quitting. This is about getting free. This is about getting free from a very bad relationship. Have you ever been in a bad relationship? I have. Well, you want to go back to that relationship? Um, hmm?
1: It Well, in that relationship, I just mostly, I walked away.
2: There you go. And that's what cigarettes are. Cigarettes are a bad relationship.
1: Okay.
2: Um, they never open a door for you. They never buy you dinner. <clears throat> all they do is take your money. All they want is your money, and they'll also take, take along with a little... Oh yeah, but the just... <laughs> the stink is just one thing. I mean, it's right. It affects every single organ of the body. Smoking does not cause all death and disease, but smoking promotes any diseases or body or or causes as well why right. diseases in the body are susceptible to, you know, I'm I'm haunted by yep. a phone call I got about 17 years ago from this girl, this woman,
0: mm-hmm.
2: who was told to her doctor, said, I need to come see you. I need to stop smoking. I said, great, let's make an appointment. And she said, I'll have my personal assistant call you. I go, la-di-da, fine. I hear from her again four or five days later, I really need to see you. When can we get together? Well, let's get together now. Well, I don't have my calendar with me. I'll have my personal assistant call you. I need to see you. And those calls stopped. And then 17 years, 16 years later, it was Carrie Fisher, get on an airplane. You know, last, and we talk about the last year, famous people who died from smoking-related attributions or contributions. We got David Bowie, we've got Alan Thicke, we've got George Michael, Aaron Moran, um, Carrie Fisher, and just this week, uh, Tom Petty. And that, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Cigarettes mm-hmm. don't give a damn about you. It's time to fight back. And what I do is I right size cigarettes. I let my clients know you're bigger than them, and they never, they and you never gave them permission to love cigarettes more than you love your children or your spouse or your or your life. So it's a matter of instead of being pissed at yourself, getting pissed at cigarettes. Right. And I do this now, and I also do this by I do this by phone as well with people.
1: Okay. Now how much do you charge and... for your how much are these services?
2: Well my my, my website is a hundred and fifty nine dollars. The first session is free. You can go watch, see what it's about. It looks like it's something that makes sense. There are three more sessions that cost $159. Or if you live in L.A., that's about 16 days of smoking if you're a pack-a-day smoker. Right. Now, that's that's uh, not a my, bad
1: price. But with with a person who's on a budget like me, I would automatically want to stop smoking. I'd be like, you know what? I would take that 159. That's it. That's it, yeah. Rocky. I'm done. I'm done smoking. Don't even have to worry about. It. Matter of fact, I only want to live-
2: I'm- <laughs> If you're gonna work with me, if you work with me one on one, I am a lot more money. <laughs> but then again, I'm also now- available to my clients on a 24/7 basis. And people, um, just, people told me working the, okay. working with the uh, working with the uh, videos versus working with me. And I don't know much about Tony Robbins, but people would say. The difference is, like, getting Tony Robbins tapes or working directly with Tony Robbins. I, I'm, I, I'm honored. Hey, and I, don't I know do that. I was going to say that's a op- big
1: compliment. Tony Robbins, yes.
2: I, and oh, I, don't do any but- search, I don't do any search engine optimization. I don't do anything to overpromote myself. I've always been a guerrilla marketer. But if you go to Google or any search engine and you type in Stop Smoking Trainer, I'm the first name that comes up. And uh, I don't know why, but if Google wants to think I'm the best, they're more than welcome to.
1: Hey, that's a compliment and all it, within itself. I'm not a big smoker, but, I well, I'm not a smoker at all, but I don't know if I fit in the category. I have tried what they call a hookah now. I've been to
2: mm-hmm. hookah
1: lounges um, twice, and I, mm-hmm. I tried it. I thought it wasn't as dangerous as smoking, but Rocky, what's your opinion on it? Is it something that could still be dangerous as, as doing a cigarette?
2: As dangerous as smoking because it is smoking. Oh,
1: oh no. I got addicted a already. Of,
2: a lot of people start with that. Uh oh my stepson was my stepson smokes. Or I i know he just recently uh, tried to stop. He started smoking because of going to hookup bars. You know, when you ignite tobacco in any form, you're bringing 4,000 compounds into the human body that just don't belong in the human body. Um, I know it's social. I know it's cool. But you know what? You can still be social and cool and still not do it. And I'm I'm on no anti-smoking mission from God. I don't care if you smoke or you don't. I do care deeply if you wish you didn't. Um, I hate the way I hate the way smokers are treated. I always say, love the smoker, hate the cigarettes.
1: Right, because I can't stand the smell of it. Um, before we go to a short commercial break, I wanted to ask you this, Rocky. What were some mm-hmm. challenges you faced when quitting?
2: How not to light up the next one. I mean, you've got to realize. I, I quote-unquote quit many, 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 many times. Since the last time I smoked, I haven't really had any challenges because I get it. I get that I'm nicotine addicted. I get that I want to smoke. I get that I can. I get what, what the next cigarette does to me, and I just choose for the moment to accept my discomfort so I can have the benefits of better health, smell better, feel better, look better. Freedom, no more less fear sense of accomplishment, never having to quit again. The the biggest problem people have is they try to deal with all their urges at once. And all you okay. really need, need to do is deal with the urge that's in front of you. I can handle one urge better than I can handle thousands all at once. And I don't know how. Um, back in June I celebrated thirty years since I smoked my last cigarette. So I I love what I do. There's nothing okay. I find more I there's nothing I find more fulfilling than taking somebody who's just as trapped as I was and showing them a way
1: out. Feels like an entrapment too. I can I can't imagine what you guys actually go through and I'm surprised my mom still smoke some, even one day she uh called me out of the blue. She's way in China, Tennessee. Can you rest in your money for cigarettes, mom? No, I will not rest you any money for cigarettes. I need you to get together, woman, and put it because my mom is going on 62. And I was like, wow, well, even with the health issues, but what we're gonna do, we're gonna take a short commercial break, we're gonna come back with Rocky and discuss a little bit more on the cigarette whisper. You're listening
0: to Blog Talk Radio, and I'm Technicia Day. Thought it was over? Not yet. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Blog Talk, Blog Talk Radio, baby. We first opened about 10 years ago. We were we we're small, just a few of us but it was exciting. I always dreamt of having my own business. It was kinda slow at first, but things started picking up. We had big plans, but in our wildest dreams, we never, never thought we'd have this much work. Yeah, with so many businesses caught off guard by the storm, reed waste management has
2: never been busier.
0: What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency You've packed the smartphones, headphones, tablets, water snacks, cooler, sunscreen, bike, skateboards, games, videos, sunglasses. There's no room for people in here. Just don't wimp out on the most important thing. Deep, Deep fried butter on a <laughs> No, seatbelts. Whether it's a long haul or short trip. It's a one-one situation. Never give up until they buckle up. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
1: All right, I'm back on the bright side with Technisha, and I'm your host, Technisha. If you're listening to the replay, please share with your friends. I thank you so much. Thank you for the compliment. I'm actually going live, too, on Periscope at the same time. Share the show. Give your hearts. Give your love. I'm here with Rocky Rosen, who calls himself the cigarette whisperer, and eventually he teaches the technique his clients uses to, you know, to quit smoking, but he actually teaches them how to use the urge to smoke as the way to get free instead of always trying to fight, ignore, deny those urges, which still creep up after we stop, and we know about urges, even with food, (coughs) weight loss, everything is included, but he's teaching you all how to smoke, and I asked him the question on, on smoking at the hookah lounges, and it should be off limits as well, it's just as bad. It's still the same behavior, still the same results. So no more hookah lounges for me. Even though it looks cool, I definitely do not want to go down that road at all. Rocky, I guess my question to you is, how has your life improved since quitting?
2: Let's see. When I was 34 years old, I could not take a deep breath without going into, like, a five-minute coughing jag. Um, I cough if I walked up steps, I cough if I sat down, I cough if I laughed. We seen seeing the second of the third Star Wars movie. I'm out in Los Angeles. And those are the only Star Wars movies I saw were the first three. But I went to the second or the third one on opening night at what was in Groman's Chinese, and I got a phone call the next day from a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. going, hey, Rocky, did you see Star Wars last night? And I said, yeah. And he goes, I knew that was you. I could hear you coughing. You know, I I was just in horrible, horrible respiratory problems. I had horrible respiratory problems. I still have some asthma, some bronchitis. I still cough. Here's a cough. That's about as bad as my cough is. In the old days, that would be like a one-minute coughing jack me coughing up, spitting up, all kinds of stuff. I was screwed, And and I had tried everything there was to stop smoking, and everything out there kept telling me the same message. You don't want to smoke. You have to stop. You've got to make the urge to smoke go away. And the problem is, urges never totally go away. So I took a concept from a man by the name of Albert Ellis who wrote a book called Rational Positive Cognitive Therapy. Mm-hmm. And it talked about taking things in your life that you think are a negative, but they're not going away. Okay. And turning them into a, and turning them into a positive. So it was when I came to realize that the truth is that I do want to smoke and that I don't have to stop was when I was able to make the change. It's when I feel like I can't, that I can't, I don't want to do this, I can't. I would just have all this internal conflict going on. It just never worked for me. Right. You know, the whole trick, the whole trick to this life and the whole trick to quitting smoking, talking about what we were talking about this week, learning how to get comfortable being uncomfortable versus, for a smoker, being uncomfortable, uh, staying uncomfortable. We talk You're about a that on our worsen-
1: affirmation calls. Um, how to, you have to be comfortable with the uncomfortable, and that takes time. You got to get out your comfort zone. That's why a lot of people do what they mm-hmm. do. They're stuck in a comfort zone. They're afraid to get out, take those risks. Yep.
2: And, you know, where where people think not smoking is torturous, trust me, uh, what smoking does, that's the torture.
1: Right, and then think about it. None of my kids no cigarette, bro. I mean, because sometimes mm-hmm. after you after you smoke cigarettes, then you want to go and kiss somebody. I don't want that up on my mouth. Uh-uh. Ew. Yeah. At all.
2: But you've got to realize oh. something. What's that? If your lover's a smoker, if your lover's a smoker, your lover places cigarettes before you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Money goes there. Your mother. Becomes... And, and, and you know, I'm I'm 65. Your mother and I are the same age. Mm-hmm. Your mother places cigarettes before you.
1: Don't say said the cigarettes on one on one hover. I'm secondary in her well, life. I feel so secondary now.
2: Well, you're not secondary. She doesn't mean it. And smokers aren't bad. They're not stupid. They're not weak. They just they just got tricked when they were kids, thinking they could be yeah, hip, thinking they could be cool, thinking they'd be mature, right. sexy, be a rebel. But-
1: my mom was running no, track, and she she had to stop running because she got addicted to the cigarettes. And I never asked right. her, "Was she? Did she ever regret that?" But after doing this show, I would love to talk with her and be like, "Mom, do you ever regret the fact that you gave up a lot of opportunities because of the cigarette
2: smoking?" Well, what I always tell people, if you want, if, if 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 you know somebody who smokes, you don't ask them, "Do you want to quit smoking?" What you ask them is, do you wish you didn't smoke? If they say yes to that, then direct them to my website or they can call me and I'm happy to talk to them. But um, it is a conundrum within a conundrum because people don't see any way out. And I, I always say I'm the last phone call anybody ever wants to make. I always say a person would rather call a really bad dentist and pick up the phone and call me. Um, and I know that because of how many times I made that phone call. Right. She me stop smoking. So, you know, the, 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 always, what has always been the biggest challenge of my business is I'm unemployed every four days, and that's fine. If I do my job right, that's what I want. So I'm always looking for who's next. Who wishes they could be free, they could be free from cigarettes.
1: Right now, are the smoking numbers actually going down? Because I haven't looked well, at any test results.
2: What I'm hearing recently, they started to go up again for the first time, and that's because of the advent of the e-cigarettes. Wow. People people commodity. think e-cigarettes are so much safer. Yep, but boy. now that we have about ten years, but now that we have about ten years' experience of discovering e-cigarette smokers get a thing called popcorn lung. Um, they're still inhaling the nicotine, and people will go a year to year on e-cigarettes and go screw it, give me a, they want a cigarette. And then for the first time, I think the numbers have actually been rising um, since the eighties or the seventies. Mm-hmm. The truth is. Of the 280, let's see, over 18, I think the numbers are around 250 million people in this country are over the age of 18. And of those, between 43 and 47 million people still smoke. Everybody knows somebody who smokes. Yeah. Smokers are... I hate the way smokers are treated in society today. I just do. Um, I hate when people go to come. You don't need to good come down on a smoker. They feel pretty bad about it already. They don't need your. They don't need your 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 garbage on them. They feel it already. But you know, people will do what people will do. And as I always say, smoking doesn't smoke. You want you want to hear an interesting statistic. According to the Centers of Disease Control, their statement about smoking is tobacco is the single largest cause of premature death, preventable disease, and disability in this nation. As they put the numbers, more people die each year from smoking than people who die in fires, suicide, and homicide combined.
0: Add to that auto
2: accidents, plane crashes, and train wrecks. Add to that all other drug and alcohol abuse. Add to that every American who died in 9-11 and fighting for this country since 9-11. And add to that HIV. Make all those numbers of a premature death. Make it one number, and more people have died from smoking each year than all those combined. Right.
1: And, I mean, we look at one of those, the truth ad commercials, where we see Um, I guess these anti-smokers are coming up, promoting not to smoke. But what gets me also, because doing a little research, the anti-smoking groups, and including these commercials, are they fund themselves with tobacco money. I don't understand if their purpose is to stop people from actually smoking, but I don't think these ads really by the tobacco companies now, do they?
2: Well, tobacco companies would love it for people who think that, you, you know that they're good guys, we want to help you. They're evil pricks, people who. Mm-hmm. Mean, let's make this political. If you're somebody who is leaning to the left, when you buy a pack of cigarettes, you are supporting the world's largest and most deadly right-wing drug cartel. The tobacco industries are the people who put a Donald Trump and a George W. Bush in the White House. Help put them in a White House. Now, if you're right-wing, how can you possibly be a smoker if, if your freedom is so important to you that you happen to be a slave to cigarettes against your will? This is a political issue. No matter how you look at it, when you smoke, you are trapped and there's a way out. Right. There are many ways and out. I, I'm just one way out.
1: And I figure it it, it begs that question: like, do anti-smoke advertisements really get through to Americans' youth? Posing, it's really not. No. I mean, because I feel like, like no. you said in the beginning, if a person if a person wants to stop, they'll stop. And, and probably someone die might give them a reason, but a commercial's not going to help them to stop. They're going to do what they want to do.
2: That's right. And in these commercials, they, they they don't work that well because people just don't think it's going to happen to them. Right. You know, I'm fine so.
1: right, because to me, in my opinion, especially with our teams, they're more influenced by peer pressure, not commercials. And these commercials do not convince teams to stop smoking or to even start. So no, I think the tobacco it's companies room. have no problem with funding money to them because they know – these commercials are not going to really work. They're actually sitting right now in the corporate office laughing like, ah, ah, who cares about those troop ads? Go ahead, keep saying your troop ads is not working for them. Instead of making commodity, this industry is getting bigger and bigger <coughs> behind our backs every single day. It's, it's a hush-hush sweet Charlotte, but they're still making their money. Cigarettes are still in store. People are buying them as we speak right now.
2: Yes, they are.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's amazing how much they cost. Now, what state are you in?
1: I am in Georgia.
2: Because here in L.A., a pack of cigarettes cost close to $10. Let me see, Georgia. The cost of cigarettes. You wouldn't know how much they are out there. Um, about 640 a pack right now in your state. And I'm saying that for what you spend in 24 days on cigarettes, I'll get you free for life. And, you know, it's not just the cost of the cigarettes that are that are the expense. In New York, they're closer to 14 bucks a pack. You know how much a pack of cigarettes are in Australia? No, let Australia me. charges so five? twenty-five dollars a pack. Australia charges about twenty-five dollars a pack.
1: Twenty-five dollars? What that'll make me yeah. put down a pack of cigarettes automatically. I wouldn't even want to smoke no more.
2: Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, what they do is they save their roaches and re-roll them. Wow.
1: Twenty-five dollars. Yeah. No way. I'll be unstopped. You, the first time you even told you'd be me. So surprised to the you. Person
2: is, you would be surprised what a person is willing to do to get to a cigarette.
1: Right. You, you know what? You're right about that, Rocky. If you're addicted enough, you'll go as far as to buy it. The, they'll buy a pack of cigarettes before they even care about their own health. And we know health is not a big thing for people. I, I know that now. I'm in a health and wellness business, and people don't be interested in their health. They don't care. They'll go to McDonald's real quick and grab a a Big Mac before they actually stay home and maybe get some lean beef and put some vegetables with it. So yeah, we know, we already know that helped play a big part in people's lives whatsoever.
2: Couple of other things yeah, that's just the cost of the cigarette, but um, not to mention the the breath fresheners, the cologne, and the time wasted. If you're a pack if you're a pack-a-day smoker, and each cigarette you smoke is going to be about seven minutes. You have to devote two hours and what is it? Seven. Two hours and twenty minutes a day are devoted to smoking. Ten percent of your life, you give up for cigarettes. And again, you know, it's not a matter of quitting. It's a matter of how to how to how to think through. See, smoking isn't quitting. Smoking isn't quitting. Smoking. Quitting smoking. Is going through an ugly, nasty, hard-fought divorce because these are really people don't smoke to smoke. They have a relationship with their cigarettes. It's the most intimate relationship they're in because their cigarettes are there for them when they're happy, when they're sad, when they're bored, when they're pissed, and it's a matter of just calling calling them out on on, on their game. These are right. evil, evil. Evil, evil, evil things. And you're welcome to smoke. If you if, if you don't want to quit, have that. Right. If you wish you didn't, I would love to say hello to you.
1: I know that's right. Because uh, I see it on my jobs all the time. We have one lady. She'll go back and forth. It looks like every 15 minutes. I'll be right back. Going outside to smoke that cigarette. It, it, it's addictive. And
2: she's I don't think right I do not get the break. And she's not right back because she's gone for at least seven minutes.
1: Right, I don't. Right, I'm like I don't agree with you feeding your habits on on the clock. Like feed your habits <laughs> when you get home. I, I'm just thankful that I'm not addicted to it, and I no more I'm, trying I'm, hookah for me.
2: <laughs> well, I'm I, I didn't mean to scare you about the hookah. I mean, <laughs> if you know how to, if you can be social about it, fine. two, three, five, ten puffs are not going to kill you. Uh, I've never done a hookah. Do you, and I don't know if you would know this, do you inhale when you do a hookah? Are people inhaling?
1: Yeah, I have inhaled and and blowed right back out. And you
2: know, the thing is, you don't really need to inhale to get the nicotine and all those other substances in your body because cigar smokers, they get all that nicotine and all the other things. Uh, just from the um, receptors in your in your mouth, they get absorbed right into the bloodstream too. But I uh, tobacco's so poison. What, there, there's what, just no other way around it. It is a poison.
1: It is. It is a poison disease. Um, and I hope it's something that one day we could prevent. But it's going to take a whole lot of people to stop. 'Cause these corporations know they're making their money, Rocky what does the so what the, does the CDC say about smoking?
2: The single largest cause of premature death, uh-uh.
0: preventable
2: diseases and disabilities in the nation. That's their statement about tobacco, the number one cause of death, premature death, and preventable disease, preventable disabilities. Period. Mm. They feel they can attribute one in five deaths in the United States are attributed to smoking. I
1: mean, think about all. I mean, when you really sit down, think about all the stuff that's contained in a cigarette. I think, um, I think they told me one time, um, um, ammonia is contained in there, yeah. and that's the and look um, that's ammonia
2: formaldehyde, from aldehyde from. Formaldehyde, um, fiberglass. Um, oh Lord! This is why. This is why when people chew tobacco, uh, it's so dangerous because of the way it cuts up the gums and what, what it puts into the gums. Um, it's over four thousand ingredients that I epidemiologists know. all agree don't belong in the human body.
1: And 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 my smokers out there, you got to understand. These cigarettes, they are not just rocky sand, but they are very dangerous. You're smoking household chemicals, and think about it. That little white paper, because I did my little research too, that white paper is rolled in bleach paper. You're smoking bleach.
2: Well, that's not all. You're also smoking saltpeter.
1: Oh, no, see.
2: Saltpeter keeps the cigarette from, um, from self-extinguishing. Every now and then if you have a cigarette burning you'll hear a little pshh. It's
0: oh, because
2: geez. um it's because it's all for profit. People who smoke a Sherman, people who smoke Moore's, uh, those cigarettes will go out if you don't keep smoking. But they don't but if they go out if you don't keep smoking, then you'll relight that one and you're taking money out of the tobacco industry's pocket. And, and again of enough. all the cigarettes Again, of all the cigarettes, the singular most evil one is the one that says it's not as bad as the others. Cause it That's is,
1: amazing. And all these cause chemicals And all these chemicals are eating you up on the inside like a can of soda when you drink that acid. Bubbles up. And That's imagine right. what these chemicals are doing. Ammonia. I can't even stand the smell of ammonia. I clean with it in my house. But, wow. Um, Rocky, I guess I want to ask, why do the pills, the patch, and nicotine go
2: because they sell false hope. But you know what's wrong with the nicotine okay. gum, patch, and vape? What, they block your hormone? It's an insecticide. Okay. When you chew the nicotine gum, you wonder why your mouth feels peppery and you're getting heartburn. It's because you're chewing insecticide. When you wear a patch and you take it off and you see your skin's a little blistery and red and it feels like you've been punched in the arm, it's because you've been wearing a patch of insecticide. When you vape and you feel that peppery feel in the back of your throat and that burn, it's an insecticide, folks. It ain't safe for you. There, there is no way to make nicotine safe because inherently it'll kill a cockroach. If a person took in one puff the amount of nicotine they put in their body in a 24-hour period, they would be dead before they hit the ground. Wow. That should make you want and to I stop. Say, smoke him if you got him, but if you wish you didn't smoke, there are ways out. And I'm just, I'm blessed so far as many Amen. physicians consider because many physicians believe I'm the best solution they've ever found for their patients.
1: Because and I, I think didn't come and I, up with a
2: name. It's, it's really funny. Right. I didn't come up with a name, the cigarette whisperer.
1: It, okay, was
2: given to me by, it was given to me by a doctor in Beverly Hills, who's pretty <laughs> well known, who whenever she has a patient who smokes, she sends them to me, and they go, who is this guy? She goes, I don't know. He's the cigarette whisperer. I send them patients who smoke. <laughs> He sends me back patients that don't smoke, and I love well, that you know what I love so, I'm ru- so I'm running with I
0: love,
1: it. I do. I love the name. It's like almost like a killer, but he's a killer cigarette. I'm gonna take you down, cigarettes. But you know, um, there was I think in the 1930s because we all know Camel commercials <laughs> when they came out, mm-hmm. and they had the advertisement that cigarettes help with digestion. They even showed doctors mm-hmm. recommending their favorite brand, and one ad told you to have one in between each course during during Thanksgiving. And I think that myth mm-hmm. has lived, and it's been perpetuated for nearly a century now. It's the breathing pattern that relaxes the smoker.
2: It's just, you know, they'll do whatever they can to sell and get it, right? And they sell will and sell and sell. And every time you know you just people think when they smoke they're being rebels, but truly what they're being is they're just conformists, and they're just being conformist to uh the most de- to the most deadly substance out there. You're not a rebel when you smoke, you're just conforming to tobacco well
1: rock
0: I'm going
2: talk about one thing one last thing real quick. Pardon me. Marijuana, tobacco. I'm somebody who actually believes that for some, marijuana is a medicine. Tobacco is always a poison. There is no nicotine in marijuana. There is no THC in tobacco. Okay. Um, when some, I'm not promoting marijuana. I'm just saying oftentimes people, when they come to me, can I still smoke pot? Yeah, you can't you can't even smoke cigarettes and pot the same way. Um, either if you tried to smoke a cigarette the way you smoke pot, it would break your lungs. If you try to smoke pot the way you smoke a cigarette, it would break your lungs. You don't have to do much to change. you don't have to change your life or anything to get free from cigarettes. You just have to change your opinion the way you look at cigarettes. You don't have to, but you may want to change in the way you look at cigarettes. Because they're out to hurt you guys. That's it. Well,
0: right. I get talk they about are.
2: this all day long, but I know we only have so much time and techniques. So, I, I know. Want to know. What an honor. But
1: you know what? This has been very wonderful. <clears throat> just getting this information and all my followers and viewers on here. Please make sure you share it with someone else who needs to know this information. Because to me, Quinn, Quinn smoking is personal. It's very emotional, physical, and, and spiritual, and I think you could become in lifetime, make your life holistic and positive, and move ahead with your goals, that choice that you really want to stop. But before we leave, I'd like to give my truth of the day from my friend, Mary Ellen Signovich, who was once a guest on my show. Reveal the truth behind your feelings. It may be uncomfortable at times to express the truth behind what you're feeling. Yet it is a very powerful way to bring a deeper level of trust and intimacy to your relationships. We have been taught to deny what is truly on our minds because of the hurt this might cause to another. When you speak truthfully in a sincere tone, you are not the <laughs> feelings of the other person. Speaking truthfully gives you the strength and courage to speak your mind because you are able to be honest. Today, open a way for others to place their trust in you. Be honest when you speak. Enjoy the day. And thank you so much, Rocky, for being on. I really do appreciate it. It's
2: been an honor. You have a beautiful day.
1: You too. And thank you for listening as well. This is Technisha Day, and you've been listening to The Bright Side with Technisha. See you the next time.
0: Thanks for listening to The Bright Side with Technisha. If you like what you heard, tell your dad, mother, cousin, uncle, whomever be sure to check out the archive section at www.brightsidewithtk.com.